0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Today is Tuesday, July 18th, 2023, and on today's episode, we're going to discuss everything you need to know for the upcoming football season in Maryland. That's right. It's the Terrapins today. I'm solo. I don't have a guest. I got 13 out of 14 teams guested up. I got a guest for each one of those, an expert, if you will. Uh, but today, I'm going to be your expert because I reached out to many Maryland folks. I didn't hear back from many of them. I talked about this before. i um, not super surprised about that. That's fine. Uh, people didn't want to come on the show or just didn't want to respond. I understand. We got a lot of good guests on the other episodes. But uh, as a completionist, which I am, I like to finish things that I got started I was a little disappointed that I didn't get somebody from Maryland. But nonetheless, I'm going to give you an awesome episode today. It's going to be a little bit shorter than normal because I don't have anyone to, you know, bounce questions off of or ideas or anything like that. It's just me. But we're going to talk about Maryland, everything that's upcoming. Stay tuned. The rest of the week, we'll have some awesome guests Wednesday through Friday. And again, next week, we'll have some even more. I wouldn't say even more amazing, but we will have even more amazing guests. They're not more amazing. There's just more of them. Does that make sense? I sure hope so. Uh, Let's talk about Maryland. Let's talk about them, man. Let's get into this. This offseason, a lot of things going on with Maryland in the transfer portal, and we're going to get into that. But first, we got to talk about these uniforms, right? The brand new uniforms that the Terrapins are going to be rolling out. I've discussed them multiple times this summer, maybe a little bit too much. That's very possible. Maybe too much. But I love the new uniforms. I love the look. The script text just says Terps on the side of the helmet. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that right now. This guy's even got a visor on that says Terps on it. That's pretty sick. Um, I'd wear a visor if I could. Didn't wear one when I played, but if I could nowadays, I definitely would. Uniforms are going to be looking good. The Terps are going to be looking awesome when they take the field this fall. Um, And they're going to have their main guy. Leading them, as always. And that guy is, of course, Mike Loxley. He's the coach for the Maryland Terrapins. He has been there. Now, this was super interesting. I was looking this up. I want to pull this back up, make sure I don't get this wrong. Mike has been coaching for a long-ass time. Dude has been coaching since I was six years old. He started in 1992 at his alma mater, which was Towson. And he was the defensive backs coach. He has since moved to a more offensive-minded coaching approach, I guess you would say. He's been coaching offense for years now. Um, But what an interesting track record he has as far as everything that he's been doing coaching-wise. He went to Navy prep. He went to Pacific. This is all in the 90s, by the way. He was the wide receiver coach at Army. Then in 1997, he came to Maryland for the first time, and he was the running backs coach. Now, This is a part of the show where I would love to have an expert on because I don't know the connection that Mike has with Maryland. I really don't know what it is. But he was at Maryland, then he was gone, then he was back, then he was gone, and then he was back again. And this is how it went. In 2003, he left for the first time to go to Florida to be the running backs coach. Then he was at Illinois as the offensive coordinator. Then he went to New Mexico where he was his first head coaching job. After that, this is crazy, I mean, try to keep up with me on this, comes back to Maryland in 2012, this was after two years at New Mexico, he's the OC, the interim head coach, three years later, for just like part of a season, then he decides, you know what, I'm going to go to Alabama, and he was there for three years, three seasons at Alabama as the co-offensive coordinator, the offensive coordinator, and the OA, which I'm assuming is the Offensive assistant? I don't know what that means. Uh, But then in 2019, he got the job offer again to come back to Maryland and be the head coach. And he has been there since 2019. Um, In that time, he has gone 23 and 54 as the head coach. But the interesting thing is that he has made improvements every year. First year, he was 3 and 9, then he was 2 and 3. Um, so I guess he didn't make an improvement that year. That was the COVID year though, two and three, that doesn't count. So he went from three and nine. We'll skip the COVID year, seven and six in 2021. And then last year, his best record, uh, one of the better seasons that Maryland's football has had in a long time. They were eight and five really competitive team last year. Maryland's big problem that they have and what they run into is that they're in the big 10 East. And that's just brutal. You have Michigan, you have Penn state. You have Ohio state and you have to play them every year and they play them tough. They played Michigan tough last year. What was the score to that game? I think it was only like five points, right? Let's click on their season from last year and just take a little peek at how the uh, results went. It's going to be on here. The results. Okay. So their loss at Michigan was week four last year. That was a seven point loss against a team that was in the playoffs then you go down to another team that was in the playoffs, Ohio State, which was their last loss of the year, a 13-point loss. So for me, it's, it's going to sound crazy because Maryland is so far away from probably what they want to be, which is the Big Ten East champs, a playoff contender. They're so far away from that because of Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. But you look at the scores, and then the Penn State lost 30-0. That was bad last year. Um, but they're so close. They're really so close. They're so far away, but they're so close. You lose to Ohio State and Michigan by a combined three touchdowns, and those two teams lost in the playoffs for a chance to go to national championship by less than a touchdown. So if you do the math, the deductive reasoning here, Let's just look at Michigan. They lost by five points to Michigan I'm sorry, seven points to Michigan. Michigan lost by five or six points to TCU in the semifinals. That means and this this logic is totally unflawed, that means that Maryland was 11 points away from being in the national championship last year. That's how close they are. If you look at it like that, which I will I'm, I'm going to do that today. Um, so they're super competitive. Uh, The other thing about Mike is that he's universally loved. I've talked to, like I said, all my interviews are done now. I've talked to 13 different people in the Big Ten. Um, Of the people that I brought up Mike Loxley with, they all love him. Nobody hates Maryland. Nobody hates Mike. Um, uh, Like I said, he's just like a universally loved guy. He's doing a great job at Maryland. He's really turned them around. And uh, I'm excited to see what he's going to do this season. Um, But the offseason, though. What did he do this offseason in the portal? Well, he brought in a couple of guys, and they're mainly wide receivers, and this is going to be a big, big year for their wide receivers. You have Tango who's going to be their quarterback again. I'll never know how to pronounce his first name. I think it's Tualia. Is that right? Tualia? Tango Um, He's going to have two guys, his top two receivers, I think. I mean, on the depth chart, the top two guys right now from the offseason are both transfers. You have uh, Tyrese Chambers, the guy that's on the screen right now. He's from FIU. Over the last two years, he has um, had 13 touchdowns and 1,600 yards receiving. And now he's coming to the Big Ten where he's going to try to match those numbers or even do better. He's going to be your number one guy, wide receiver, I think. Again, this is where I would have liked to have an expert on. The number two guy, Caden Prather, he's coming from West Virginia, so he's already played big-time football. not saying that Tyrese hasn't. Conference USA is fine. But Caden Prather, he's coming from West Virginia, and he had 500 yards last year and three touchdowns. So the guys that you have, quote-unquote, coming back for Maryland are guys that have never been there before. So it's going to be really interesting from the wide receiver standpoint. You also look at the portal for Maryland, and one of the shocking things to me was how much movement there was on the offensive line specifically. There was a ton of guys that left. There was a ton of guys that came in. I have a hard time keeping a track of offensive line as it is. If you go to their On3 portal website for Maryland, it's just like all offensive linemen leaving, coming in, leaving, coming in. So I have no idea what we're going to get from the offensive line. I'm hoping that they can protect this guy, the guy I was just talking about, Tualia. I'm going to say that's how you pronounce his name so I can just keep moving with that. Uh, Senior this year, last year, pretty good numbers. He had 18 touchdowns. He did have eight interceptions, not the best ratio in the world, but not the worst. I rank him in the top five for guys that are coming back that played in the Big Ten last year. It's tough to say that he's going to be a top five guy this year. I'm thinking, you know, you go down the list, even just in the East, uh, J.J. McCarthy, Kyle McCord, Drew Aller, those three guys might all be better than him. And then you go over to the West and you have... A guy that won a Big Ten championship, Cade McNamara. You have Tanner Mordecai coming in. That's five guys right there. But if you take away the guys that haven't played or didn't play last year, like Mordecai, like Aller, um, even Cade technically you could say didn't really play last year. I think he's one of the top five guys that's returning. He's very competitive. If you watch his games, it just jumps off the screen that he really cares. I mean, obviously all the college football players that are playing in the Big Ten, they care about winning, but um he's got that bloodline you know his brother's in the nfl he's been groomed i would say for this that's a weird word to say but he's been groomed for this and um this is his senior season so i'm expecting big things out of him last year he gets injured in the indiana game he hurts his knee that was early on in the season what game was that that was halfway through the season that was their sixth game um and i really don't think he was 100% the rest of the year. I felt like he was kind of hobbled the rest of the year. I think that if Tualia stays healthy, he can have a great year. I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to have the best year in the Big Ten. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say that for Maryland and for what you can expect from him, it could be a great year. You could be looking up and he's got 27 touchdowns this year and five interceptions. Is that what I'm predicting? Sure. Sure. Why not? 27-5 and uh, Tua Aaliyah. And I think if he does that, somewhere around 3,000, 3,500 yards maybe. It depends on how much they open it up, and it depends on how much the offensive line, which, again, is going to be riddled with new guys. I'm going to look at their uh, real quick. I'm going to pull this up. Let me pull this up real quick. I want to look at how many projected starters are going to be transfers on the offensive line because I think it's a lot. It says that there's only one. Um, But, you know, you look at the depth chart and, you know, you have a bunch of guys that are behind the quote-unquote starter. So we'll see. We'll see. You have a freshman starting. You have a sophomore starting. I don't know what the offensive line is going to do. I need to do more research on that, and I'm not going to. I'm just not going to. The offensive line is not my thing. Um, But uh, I think Tualia could have a good year if he gets some help from this guy is Roman Hemby. He's a sophomore this year. Last year he had 10 touchdowns. I was shocked by that. I don't remember him getting 10 touchdowns last year, but close to 1,000 yards, he's going to be your lead back this year. I think he's going to be your workhorse. I don't project I don't project that... Uh, oh, I was looking at the wrong team. This is Nebraska I got pulled up. What an idiot I am. Let's go to Maryland. Let go talk about that offensive line some more, shall we? Maryland. Offensive line, they got two transfers. Three. Four. Now, two of the guys were there last year, it looks like. Yeah, I mean, they got... Man, I don't know. They got one guy that started at Maryland, his, started his career at Maryland on the offensive line and is still there. Um, and that's Delmar Glaze. Um, but are they going to be able to block for Roman Hemby? I don't foresee... The other guys they have listed on their depth chart, getting many snaps for them. I think Roman's going to be the guy. I have no sources on that. Again, if I had a guest on maybe. I'll stop, I'll stop making that excuse. I'm just going to say it because you guys came here for facts, right? Roman Hemby is going to be the workhorse. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be the one getting all the carries. And uh, we'll see what he can do with that. I mean, I'm hoping that he has a great year. Once again, though, you look at the Big Ten East, and I mean, he's just buried. When you start comparing him to the other backs that are in his division, even not even in his conference, in his division, Nick Singleton, K-Tryon Allen, BJ, or, <laughs> BJ Quorum, BJ Quorum, oh, blowjob Quorum. Um, c- uh, what is his name? Blake. Why did I call him BJ? Then I almost called him CJ. What the. F- What am I talking about? All right, Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards, Mayan Williams, Trayvon Henderson. There's six backs right there. I think they're all better than Roman. Uh, But we'll see what Roman Hemby can do this year. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's a a lot of wait and see with Maryland because, again, you look up and down their offensive line, you don't know what you're going to get. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully Tanga Vailoa can stay healthy. It's all hopeful stuff. It's all hopeful. You gotta be hopeful if you're a Terrapins fan this year. Um, here's a guy, though, that I think is gonna have a breakout year. His name is Corey Dutches? It's it's spelled D-Y-C-H-E-I. I want to say Deitches. Is it Deitches? Is it Deitches? I'm gonna say Deitches. Man. I'm tough with names. Corey, though, the tight end. Uh I talked about the wide receivers. The main two guys are transfers. I talked about Roman Hemby. It's only his second year. I talked about the offensive line. If you are a senior quarterback and you're in the huddle and you're looking at all those things I just mentioned, and then you look up and you see Corey, you get a little bit more confidence. He's going to be the safety valve this year. I'm expecting Corey to have a big year. I really am. I think that he could be... He's not even mentioned in some of the top tight end conversations, and I'm not sure why. Uh, He's got seven career touchdowns so far. I'm going to say if the line was seven for him this year to score seven touchdowns, I would take the over. I like Corey a lot. He had 39 receptions last year. I think he would go over that this year. I think that Tagovailoa is going to look for him as a guy that he can rely on and that he can go to and say, This is my guy right here. I'm going to send it his way, and he's going to come down with it. Corey Deitches. Watch out for him this year. Let's talk about defense for just a moment. I don't want to stay too long. It's already been longer than I thought I was going to go. You want to circle a guy on the Maryland defense, you want to circle Bo Brady then. This guy was the leading tackler for Maryland last year, and he's back. Now, do you want your leading tackler to be your free safety? Not usually, I wouldn't if I was the defensive coordinator. But uh, he is the leading tackler. He had 55 last year. He also had, what was it, two interceptions? Let me make sure. Two interceptions. Um, He's the guy that you want to circle and say, this is Maryland defense right here. I like Bo Brady. Um, I've admitted multiple times I don't know enough about defense that I probably should, but I did know his name from last year. And uh, I think that you guys should keep an eye on him. Bo, good luck to him this year. I think he's going to have a great year um, leading that. I say, I'm going to say leading the Terrapins defense this year. All right, let's jump into this, and then we'll wrap it up. We have uh, the Maryland schedule up on the screen right now. I have predicted, and I don't have anyone to go against me, so this is just what's going to happen. I've predicted Maryland to go 8-4. and four. I think they're going to be good still. Once again, I'm going to keep harping on this. Here's your problem though. You p- you play Ohio State, you play Penn State, you play Michigan. That's 3 right there. The other loss that I have for Maryland is Ooh, I picked Nebraska. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> Nebraska at home. Um It might have been a bad pick. Hey, listen. Uh, listen. Listen, let me get let me get in closer real quick. I'm the first to admit when I am wrong about stuff. I don't mind. Am I wrong about this pick? Maybe. But am I going to change it? I'm definitely not. Maryland's going to, uh, you know, a lot of teams, even when they're having a great year, they have that one game where they slip up and you're like, how the hell did Maryland lose to Nebraska this year? What was going on in that game? And uh, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with that game and say that they're still going to lose that game. Nebraska is going to win that game. It's going to be at home for Nebraska late in the season. Um, We'll see if Maryland can, like, you know, stay healthy. And then they have that game against Michigan the next week. If you go through the schedule, they have Towson, Coach Loxley's alma mater, definitely winning that game. You have Charlotte. You have Virginia, who I'm being told is down this year. Don't know if that's true. Their first road test is at Michigan State. They're better than Michigan State. Sorry, Spartan fans, if you're listening. Maryland's going to be better than you this year. They come back home against Indiana. That's a win. Their first loss is in week six, I'm predicting, at Ohio State. Now listen, Ohio State's got some things going on now. They got a new quarterback. I've been talking about this on many episodes. If you listen to the episode with Doug Maurice, New quarterback, you're not really sure, but he is a five-star. Um, they got great wide receivers, but that's a game I would circle and say, hey, if we can go steal one right here, we steal one right here. Woo! Then you're 6-0 and and you're going back home to play Illinois before the bye week. Um, you have Northwestern, which, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a win. That is a win. I think that they're 8-1 and one to start. Is that 8-1, and 7-1 and one to start? You're back home against Penn State. Going to be a huge game for Maryland. Um, it's going to be a put-up-or-shut-up game, and I think they're going to have to shut up because I think Penn State is that good. Um, I already talked about the uh, Nebraska upset. I think that they could be a little bit down. It's a three-game stretch right there where you have Penn State. You come back home against Nebraska, but you're thinking about hey, we got to go to Michigan next week. Or, I'm sorry, Michigan's coming to town. I totally flipped that up. If you're watching on YouTube, you're like, what is this dude talking about? You play Penn State at home, then you go to Nebraska, and you're thinking, man, next week we got to play Michigan at home. Tough. Tough. I will say the one thing they have going for them is the Penn State and Michigan are at home. I just don't think that they're quite there yet. I just don't think, like I said, a lot of transfers coming in. Your mainstay is your quarterback, which is great, but uh, can he stay healthy? Can he stay healthy? And then you finish with uh, probably the second worst team in the Big Ten, uh, Rutgers, on the road. That should be a win. Listen, I think Maryland's going to a bowl. Coach Loxley's won the two bowl games he's been to. Two years ago, he won the pinstripe bowl, and then last year he won the most exciting bowl in football, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. That's everyone's favorite bowl, right? You get the mayonnaise poured on you afterwards. I think it'll be a better bowl this year. I think they get to eight wins, and uh, they go to a bowl game, and then let's see, play a team like LSU or you know Tennessee or something like that, and see how they stack up against somebody else in the country. I think it's going to be a fun year. I'm excited. I like Maryland. There's a lot of things I like about Maryland. I really do. I don't want to seem like I'm down on Maryland, but I just don't think they're going to have – I don't think they have the team coming back that they're going to need to win the East this year. Um, And my final thought about that, I think this is what's tough. And I've been saying this the whole episode. You're in the Big Ten East. If Maryland was in the Big Ten West, I would bet all my money that they're going to win it. I think that they're better than all the teams in the West. I really do. I think Maryland's that good. They're just overshadowed. They're just overshadowed. And that's tough for them. All right, uh, tomorrow, let's make sure my slide is working here. I might have messed this up. Nope, it's working. Tomorrow on the episode, we have Ryan Burns. We're talking Minnesota, talking about talking down on teams. I haven't talked highly of Minnesota. Ryan's great, though. Great interview. Gopher Radio is where he's from. Come back tomorrow. We're talking Minnesota. We got more coming up this week. There's so many episodes. Football's almost here. We'll see you guys in the future.